2: Everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode seventy-four. My name's Turner Sparks.
3: My name is Michael Kaplan.
2: This week on the podcast, we have the boss.
3: The boss is—he's going to come and give us a talking to. I heard the man
2: upstairs, the owner of Ans, the founder of Venmo, Ikram Magdon Ismail, back on the pod. The one and only. The one and only. We had him on episode four. Was it four? Episode four. We real episode four, we had him on. We realized that at that point, we had no idea what we were doing with the podcast. We didn't even know what the podcast was supposed to be about, really. And so. We didn't talk He's an immigrant He came to America From uh, in Zimbabwe initially And then he lived all over Africa And eventually came to The United States We didn't even touch that
3: Did not touch it Did not even mention it
2: <laughs> Last time we had him On the podcast He was as
3: American As apple pie in our podcast
2: Exactly <laughs> And that eventually Became what our entire Podcast was about This fish out of water idea People who've lived In yeah. other cultures Experienced other cultures Comparing them to our culture So we're going to have him On the pod right. We're going to try to do that I don't this think the,
3: bell, the, the light bulb Went off until we saw He's got a band called Ikram in the Immigrant Groove Yes. and we saw that title like, "All right, Immigrant Groove." You're an immigrant. Like, exactly. <laughs> we should exactly. talk about that. And
2: they're playing at uh, the Knitting Factory in New York City on March 17th, yeah. St. Patrick's Day. I'm not sure why, but St. Patrick's Day. Yep. I'm gonna go. Ruby's, I got tickets.
3: Ruby's birthday, so I'm I'm to be, to be determined if I'm gonna be there. <laughs>
2: Kaplan's Kaplan's ho- probably out. Probably I would say, out. For his daughter Unless for I bring then. Ruby. They, well, I have an extra ticket. Maybe I'll bring Ruby. Yeah, I, she loves uh, Immigrant music. And th- there we go. So okay, but for all this live podcast. Yeah. Our lineup is set March 14th. That is a week from today, next Wednesday.
3: Oh, shit. That's soon.
2: That's pretty soon. Um, We're going to be back at Stand Up New York doing a live show. All right. Here's uh, who we have. You ready for the lineup? Yeah. So previously, we announced former podcast guest Des Bishop, comedian Des Bishop, a headline comedian, tours of the world. I also knew him in China. We're going to be talking to him more about our days back in China. We have returning guest Anthony DeVito, headline comedian. Great dude. Anthony DeVito. He and I realized in the middle of the last podcast that we went to college together. You're going to spend
3: the next this live pod just going down memory lane, talking about all the same people you knew.
2: Well, no. <laughs> then I was also told a couple weeks ago by Misha Han. I was hanging out with Misha yeah. down at the Lantern. He told me that Anthony DeVito was a homeless person in Hawaii for a little while. And that's something to talk about. So we're going to talk to him about that. He's coming back on. Plus, then we're having Sherrod Small That's, from the Race Wars podcast. I'm very excited for him. Hilarious dude. He's big time. Yeah, we're going to talk to him. I was on the Race Wars podcast a couple years ago, and there was an incident.
3: Ooh, can we talk about it in the air? We gonna I, ta- we're going to save it for the air. We're going to talk about the incident. We're
2: going to talk about the incident. Otherwise known as the incident. Where Sherrod, I don't know if Sherrod's mad at me or not. I, I feel like he has been for the past year, but maybe he doesn't even remember it. We're going to find out live
3: uh, oh, in yeah. front of an audience. We do not pre-interview people, so we're going to find out. With the audience I've
2: not seen him since this <laughs> date I've seen him But it's been uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do it on the way we settle there. feuds We're gonna settle a feud If it's even a <laughs> it's feud a We're not huge feud sure. in the pod-
3: comedy world Everyone
2: <laughs> He might not know about it And then also uh, We're having Francis Ellis From Barstool Sports So he went out like, He went out and did my club He went to Kung Comic Club A year or two he ago He was with uh,
3: the Wonton Don Wasn't he there? Yeah together? with
2: Ichiban Don With yeah. Donnie Does Donnie from, Does From China From Barstool Sports They went out to China To do the club So he's gonna tell us About his trip to China, they're all, all these guys, they're also going to be doing stand-up comedy, plus doing interviews. It's going to be blast. Plus, I'm going to be telling – I'm going to be opening the show yeah. by doing some stand-up. I'm going to be telling some stories from the trip that are too yeah. hot for the
3: pod. Whoa. Haven't told them on the pod. And if you, do, if you look like you're doing a really good job, I'll just hang out in the audience, and ha- I'll meet the two-drink minimum, and uh, – You could send the audience a blue shirt, I'll eat a salad. Sh- oh, your salad? <laughs>
2: yeah, like it's eating last drink time.
3: and uh, you guys. Oh, and
2: also the best part of this whole thing, Joe Schaefer, the voice you hear at the beginning of every one of our podcasts that does our intro – He's going to be there to do that live.
3: Yeah. And, and maybe if you want him to record things for you, like announcements that you can play for people, he maybe we can get him to do that. If you want to do your voice, uh, your yeah. away message on your, your away message, answering machine message, answering machine <laughs> messages, he can we talk into that. your phone. He can answer it for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So
2: it's going to be killer. So get tickets to that. You can get them at standupnewyork.com. Also, we'll have a link on our Lost in America pod. We'll also have a link in this, in the notes to this episode. Okay. So look into your phone, press the link, get your tickets. Get them now; they're ten bucks through Saturday, March tenth. After that, they go up to fifteen, and then twenty on the day of the show. Ten bucks with the promo code L O S T. You have to put the that promo. That spells code in- lost. Lost. In case
3: you're a little slow over there.
2: <laughs> That's it. Also, oh, update, Cap. Yeah. Update on this: these fake Lost in America, the f- the still, losers
3: in America. They've they've uh, fired off a few more episodes. I saw. These pieces They have a whole new series I'm not gonna plug it But I just did I guess Yeah don't plug <laughs> Don't plug them <laughs> Alright well
2: here's the, Here's the update Update's no update We just got a message From our lawyer He's working on the LA, uh, the the. These
3: lawyers move slow I see why uh, Divorce oh It takes like people I know people Take people years To get divorced People yes. who are, like They break up They're done You're like Your ex Your ex And they're still Technically married Because lawyers Just move really slow Because they
2: That's is, they, hire,
3: they hire people Like blue shirt yeah. I mean we're trying To start a war here And these people Don't even know that we're war with them Because we haven't got our, our letter down We can't get word one out <laughs> We can't It's like the old days <laughs> When you had paper. to send A carrier pigeon To declare battle It's ridiculous
2: something. So we just got word From Blue Shirt uh, his, his, his lower His He's crew. sending
3: A member of his crew A, a single ma- A guy who's single but Blue <laughs> Shirt 2 It's not blue even shirt. Blue
2: Shirt no. Blue Shirt 2 Just he's sent us very, a message And he said They're working on it Someone
3: from the firm Is on it so. He's the best guy though he's, the, he's known at the firm As the cease and desist guy <laughs> That's his, his nickname He just He's a specialty. So we got him
2: organized. We'll have, we'll have to save the update for next week.
3: Yeah. And hopefully, maybe in the live pod, we can just like, call these jokers up and...
2: Maybe. Yeah, them. we'll see. We'll <laughs> see if we get them on the air. Yeah. Ooh. Hello, Chinese. Last spot. We do- Hello, Chinese. They're our new sponsor. They've been with us a couple weeks now. Yeah. We've gotten word back. People love it. Yeah. The world loves it. Teddy Kaplan loves Tello it. Teddy Kaplan loves it. Hello Chinese is the world's... It's the number one app for learning Chinese on Google Play, it's the number one app in the app store on uh, iTunes, Apple, whatever that's called. <laughs> for major beginners. If you want to learn Chinese, first of all, it's free. HelloChinese.cc. Go to their website, you learn all about it, but it's free. It's free. For the basics.
3: The basics. If you want to learn like how to say hi and
2: stuff exactly, like that. hi, hello. But then if you want to go a step further, which we all do, right. now you get the premium. Now you get the extra. And guess what? If you want to go premium, yeah. at checkout L O S T promo code LOST we get yeah. a little taste you get a, you get 15% off the premium it's great for everybody and what's cool about the app which teddy out, it's almost like a video game
3: yeah and it is it's very like uh, it's very well made i will say that it's, it's interactive. Like, it's inter- very interactive yeah that's and it's uh, i'm really motivated to learn i was at, i went to a, this podcast has changed me i went to a very authentic chinese place the other day on my own when i was just walking by and you ordered in chinese uh, no i went in there and i'm like just for me and they stuck me, I swear to God, it was a busy time of night, whatever, they stuck me in a closet. Like, I was literally, like, in like, the worker's closet, like, no respect. Of course. Like, I was like, her- if I would have walked in there and said, table for one in Chinese, I just know I would have gotten, like, the best table in the house. So I am motivated. I'll tell you they one don't- thing, Cap. Yeah.
2: I've never been stuck in a closet. You've never been stuck in a closet. And <laughs> that's thanks to Hello Chinese! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the- that's that- how I learned.
3: <laughs> you learned before there was an app. I learned <laughs> we're in a test years- case.
2: I was, yeah, I was beta testing There was it- no
3: smartphones when
2: you were in was- the China. 15 but- years ago. So that's a, all right. Let's get to Lost in America because I got something on my mind. Yeah,
3: he's banging on the door here. I hear him. He's uh he's ready to get in here. Ikram, oh wait, sorry. Never mind.
2: We gotta save him. <laughs> he's gotta. Hang, the boss has to hang outside. <laughs> Stay behind the glass. Yeah. I got Lost in America. All right, turn.
3: Yeah, Turner's got something to say, boss man.
2: All right, De'Aaron Roots, play the music. <laughs> I'm lost in America this week. Okay, I will tell you why. I was in a line the other day to use a restroom Mm -hmm. right here in gorgeous New York City. I'm in line. There's a men's and there's a women's. There's no line for the women's. Unusual, but there's three guys lined up for the men's. So I wait in line for the men's. One guy goes by. Another guy goes in. The third guy goes in. Now I'm next in line for the men's. Still no one for the women's. What kind of
3: establishment is this? It's a bar. Bar, okay.
2: Bar in New York. A woman comes up. She sees me in line for the men's she sees no one in the women's and she just gets behind me in line
3: all right confused
2: i'm confused i go oh no the women's go ahead and she goes oh no no no, you don't don't wait just go and she wants me to go use the women's i think this is the new women's movement thing what <laughs> and that we're all equal we're all
3: people and now and then it's like because gender gender neutral yeah, but if you walk into a women's bathroom in a bar it's like a me too violation too so i'm confused no there was no one in there how it's, do you know there's no one in there?
2: It's a small one person bathroom oh, and the door's open. Okay. The door's open. So she, we can both see no one's in there. And she goes, No, just use it. And I'm like, Nah, I'll wait on the men's. And she goes, She insists. She goes, Are you kidding? Come on. You're in line in front of me. Just use the bathroom. So I go, I use it. I come out. Life's good. I realize this is the progress we've made. Did
3: you pee all over the seat? <laughs> I did. Because you teach her a real lesson. I wanted <laughs> to, to, to say you. that again. I wanted to <laughs> teach her a lesson. So
2: I did. <laughs> I did not. And But I've learned that this is what. From gender neutral – the start with the gender neutral bathrooms where, hey, we're all – we don't want to – you know, you don't want to ask someone if they're a man or a woman. Right. So we've gotten rid of the idea of men's rooms, women's rooms. I've got to say something, Cap. I love it.
3: You love this. You I love this.
2: it because it's led to that. It's led to this idea that you don't have to wait for a uh, women's restroom anymore. It's led to this idea. Have you noticed now when you ever go to a gender neutral bathroom, it's so much nicer than just a men's room. The men's room, there is piss all over the seat.
3: Well, because it's urinals. They're basically, this is going to kill the urinal industry. Who cares? (laughs) Because
2: I'll piss into a toilet. Uh, it's, it's, no, the men's rooms now, or whatever the room, they're so much nicer. There's usually incense burning, sometimes there's music, you never, there's flowers, you never got that in just a basic men's room. You got piss on the seat, you got, toilet paper was never there, guys are yelling, cussing, spitting.
3: Yeah, well, that's what I'm curious what's going to happen because, like, it's almost like an economic thing. Like, you want to bring – like, when we give health care to all, like, you're like, well, then at the top it's going to suffer a little bit. But it's for the good of society kind of thing. Like, women have always had nicer bathrooms, men's have pigsty. So if we yeah. – but is the top going to come down? They're not going to be as nice as women's bathrooms used to be. We're going to slob them up a little bit.
2: Well, I've, I, I don't know. I, I wasn't going into women's bathrooms before, but I can oh, yeah. say that our bathrooms have now gotten way better.
3: But it also means that nobody can ever take a dump in public again. Not true. I do it all the time. You're gonna do it in a women's room. It's knowing, not a
2: women's room. But it still says women
3: outside. You still know a woman could use that room.
2: Doesn't matter. You have the I. Yeah, well, that's progress. That's to equality.
1: That. <laughs> that's what equality
2: means. I can dump anywhere. Also, Kaplan. Come on. That's I lived in Asia. I've dumped in a means. fucking. <laughs> I've dumped in a shack, <laughs> right. a bamboo shed uh, on a river people into have a it. river for years. I don't. You can do whatever you want.
3: So I don't know if you noticed When you came with me To the Irishman rap party Last week We touched on in the podcast Oh the was, Robert De Niro yeah, movie yeah, yeah. The rap with party movie, There's a There's a bathroom there It was a gender ne- I was very confused By the bathroom there It was an open door bathroom And it was gender neutral I loved it But there was like a guard there Who I, I It wasn't like they were Someone who gives you like A towel when you wash your hands It was almost like They were like a door person To make sure Like guys and girls Didn't I, I don't know Cause it was like You can't really go in At the same time though still Right We're not at that point There's two I don't, Cause yeah. there's two stalls there was two stalls in the bathroom. So, like, could a guy oh. and a girl go simultaneously? They shut the door? No, you're Are right. that far along? That, that's next.
2: You're right. No, that one was very weird because, you're right, it was a, it was a single bathroom. So, the, the assumption was that everyone could use it, men yeah. and women, right? It wasn't like there was two different bathrooms. There was just one. Yeah. And then I, I went and used it. And when I came out, there was a guy waiting there. And he, he was, like, just some guy waiting to use it. And he goes, hey, uh, this is literally what he yeah. asked me. He goes, hey what's in there? <laughs> like he was just so, and I was like, Oh, just just go ahead. It's a bathroom. But I think what it is, people are now they've caught on to this, uh, this movement and they want to save a little cash. You only yeah. have to build one bathroom. Now you don't have to build two anymore. So yeah, that's a moneymaker this- for small
3: business. So we're all for that. Yeah. I mean, there's so much, I'm just thinking about the the, the guy who works there though. Like you have to have a, you know, like the, the, those people Those bathrooms where there's like an attendant Those are always so right. You're saying that guy was more of a bodyguard To make sure men and women didn't Changes go in that at the same time job. You know, I, a, I went to the GLAAD Awards once The gay, lesbian, you know this. Familiar uh, Yeah, and they had like I think they were ahead of this curve So they had The whole thing was like Neutral bathrooms Yeah But then I got tossed from one Someone told me not to go in I'm like the only guy That wasn't allowed in the gender You should have called them You said they weren't a progressive <laughs> but- Because
2: No, I think it's great I'm all for it I'm all for the movement I'm all for Being able to My bathroom's now better you're about Yeah. And so that's so good for me.
3: Yeah. And it makes you improve your aim. So there's some pros that I will say. You though, lift the toilet seat <laughs> up. I don't <laughs> see why of, that's an issue for people. You know, the, but the kids of America might reverse this trend because, like, my children are both very aware. Like, Teddy will not go in the women's room. Like, he's like, I'm a boy. I go M. M for men. Oh, okay. And, you know, I talked about it when I took a school trip. All the boys were not going to go in the women's room. And... So Teddy, you're saying,
2: like, the pendulum swings. Now the, the high school kids are very progressive, but then the, yeah, the and kindergarteners
3: Ruby, are very conservative. I took the kids out last night for dinner, just me. And yeah, Teddy went to the bathroom. He doesn't even want me to go in with him. I need privacy. He goes in himself. But Ruby, I need to help her get in. I need to help sure. her sit. But then there was a big debate, like a big, like, hit. I, like had a huddle up to decide which bathroom i take Ruby in because it was like the one you're talking about. It was like a one-person bathroom. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I think I could take you to this woman's room. There's no one's bathroom. Because, And then Teddy, because Ruby wanted to go to the women's room. But then Teddy Has veto powder He's like No daddy You can't go in the women's room You're a man you, you t- <laughs> so, And you listen to that? I listen to Oh I listen to my kids all the time The other day oh I, was at a, I was driving And I was at a stoplight And Ruby goes Drive, daddy, and I drive. <laughs> it was a red light. I drove through a red light with two children because I, my daughter tells me to drive. I just go.
2: You got to take the power. Pa- <laughs> we need to get Wilson Hintz back in here. You need to take I
3: the know. power back yeah. in your own family well, I don't these think toddlers. We'll s- yeah, so anyway, so it's very. You, I, my, you're going to confuse my kids. They're very comfortable with their gender, they know what they got. Well, that's the next so generation. Old Whatever
2: the, the generation after millennials yeah, they're gonna is. They're
3: going to think this generation is crazy.
2: Apparently, very conservative. All right. Anyway, Intz is an app.
3: Yeah. Very
2: exciting. We're going to talk
3: about that with our guest.
2: We got a guest, but you Let's can get it in the in. app store. You can—it's uh, up to five-minute audio messages recordings. We're going to be playing what? Because here's the thing—I'll be honest—we pre-recorded this interview. Yeah. We did it just a few minutes ago, so I can tell you for for where you're going to hear an it's in the middle of the interview. Yes. Very exciting. From I won't big, spoil from- it. What it is, <laughs> but you're going to hear it. Up to five-minute audio oh. message. You can get it, and uh, uh, you can get it in the app store. You can yeah. get it possibly Google Play. I'm not sure if they have it now. It's the number one. App in the world for ensing.
3: Yeah. Ens at Lost in America... We're at Turner Sparks. Yes, Turner Sparks. So that we can get you on the air and answer your questions or anything you want to talk about. We'll play it. If, you, if you're funny, you have a good question. Even if you hate us, we've had, I was just, when hate, I was, it, hate ends us. Hate ends us.
2: When I was on the road in Asia, people were saying they missed our, our fans, were saying they missed when we used to read hate mail. Yeah. So we got to read more hate mail or just hate ends us. We'll take it. We, we love criticism. And we have
3: received some hate mail lately, we've been ignoring it. So we're going to get to that next week.
2: Ooh, next week we're playing the hate mail. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's it. Let's get to our guest, Ikram Magdon. Ismail, Ikram, the boss from upstairs. Come on in. All right, we're back with our guest, Ikram Magdon. Ismail the boss, the man from upstairs, putting his headphones on.
3: Yeah. He's come in to set the record straight. Check.
2: How you doing? We already <laughs> checked. We're good. <laughs> want to, this is your <laughs> studio. I
3: just put the headphones
1: on. I want to see how I sound. Okay.
3: How do you sound?
1: I think I sound all right. You're our first H- guest ever I to wear the
2: headphones.
3: That's true. Yeah, we didn't know we had headphones. They've been sitting there this
2: whole time. So in you era, have to in talk into the mic, though. I know, I know. You suggested when you came in. You're like, why don't you guys just use the headphones?
1: I like that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so how's it going, Akram?
1: It's going well.
2: We had you on episode. You are checking your phone in the middle of our. Uh, a, I don't know. People he's are me. He's a millennial.
3: I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a question. Uh, oh, there. Oh, yeah. Do you have any questions come in? No, not not right, not uh, in real time. That
1: part will have already happened on the uh, podcast. Jennifer, oh, okay. if you're listening, please answer us now. Oh wait, this comes out tomorrow.
3: Je- you're a huge fan of Jennifer Miles Peak. She's your favorite answer. She's my we favorite. Get right to that. One of our super fans.
1: Yeah. Shout A&P out
3: J&P conversation. So
2: wait, Ikram. <laughs> all right, we already. Everyone knows you. So for anyone who doesn't, well, whatever. We talked about it earlier, but you. Beyond all the business stuff you've done, you were born in Zimbabwe, correct? I was born in Zimbabwe.
1: We've literally—I've known you for a year and a half now. We've literally we, never talked. We've never talked about it. We only yeah, talk I, about. I, I lived the first, uh, I think, nine years there. Of my really? Life. And then I moved to Uganda, and after that, I moved to Zambia. Whoa! I've been I to mo- Zambia. And then I moved. So, sorry, I moved to Z- Zimbabwe to Zambia to Uganda, and then I moved to Fairfax County, Virginia, when I was fourteen.
2: All right, let's start at the beginning.
3: Let's, I, think, I want to get deep into Fairfax. That's, no! the, that's the most interesting part <laughs> of the story.
1: <laughs> Wait, Zimbabwe? So, okay, yeah, so how, do
3: your parents, are they from Zimbabwe, or they, where did they come from?
1: My parents are from Morocco and Sri Lanka, but right. they, they originated in Sri Lanka. They were born in Sri Lanka? Yeah. And then why they move to Zimbabwe? Because uh, there was all kinds of war going on in Sri Lanka. It was like a uh, civil war. Oh. And they were just like, the cost of bread was unaffordable. When the cost of bread goes up. You gotta keep moving. Okay.
3: First rule. So they moved. They
1: moved, and they, they went, went.
2: Were they like refugees? Where can I find cheap bread? He looked at Zimbabwe. Yeah, Zimbabwe. They, they Zimbabwe were they <laughs>
1: refugees or what, what? do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> they weren't refugees. I mean, that's one way. to Refugee to Zimbabwe is pretty was. But uh, they just thought that'd be a good place to go. It was like, yeah, they had to just get out. So my dad and mom, they kind of just jumped ship and bam. How did they pick Zimbabwe? I think my dad got like some kind of civil engineering job, just like, okay. you know, working on the roads kind of thing. Working.
2: What was it like, so you were born in Zimbabwe, but as a, were you, are you as your nationality, was it from Zimbabwe, or are you, known, are
1: you not allowed to if you're not born, like your parents aren't from there? How does that work? <laughs> Shit, actually, that's an interesting ends we could play. My <laughs> dad, actually, can I pull that up? Or how do you want to do that? Sure. Can, ins, ps- yeah. My dad yeah, yeah. ends to me my entire uh, birth citizenship. Let's hear it. Which is kind of interesting I, because I'm, I'm currently applying for dual citizenship to Sri Lanka because Zimbabwe doesn't allow dual citizenship. What I'm are sure. you a citizen of now? America. Uh, okay. Uh,
3: <laughs> this is a great, another great use of ants, people, if
1: you want to get I, your Wait, family wait, histories. let's do it. Uh, so, pl- so this is my dad, right?
0: Play the ants. Shout out. Some information. When you were born in Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe had changed the law they would not recognize you as a citizen of Zimbabwe by birth. You were a citizen of Sri Lanka because we were Sri Lankans at that time. I registered your birth with the uh, Sri Lankan embassy in uh, London, UK. You eventually got Zimbabwe citizenship by naturalization. Then, of course, you are no longer a Zimbabwe citizen because you are now an American citizen. And uh, Zimbabwe does not have dual citizenship rights, unlike Sri Lanka. If you get Sri Lankan citizenship, then if you are interested, you will be able to buy property there without paying heavy duties and all that. And also any other properties that Uncle Kamal or Uncle Ismat wants to give, they can give without uh, paying duties and all that. Of course, Uncle Kamal's properties will go to Tariq and uh, Jahan, but Uncle Smith's things can come to you also. Okay.
1: So I'm in the running. I'm in the running if I get get some citizenship. (laughs) Those are my cousins. Uh, It sounds like they're getting the property. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But there you
2: go. Of course, if they want it. Okay, so that's how it works. So that was the same. If I was uh, if my wife, say I had an American wife, but I was living in China. I knew Americans living in China like if they had a kid in China, there's no chance they would let that. The Chinese government will let that kid be Chinese.
1: Right,
3: but if you have a kid, I mean, uh, you, maybe they could, but they would have. to But give you have up a kid American. in America uh, with your wife. I assume you have a baby with her. Uh, will you, the child will have Chinese citizenship, or
2: no? no. Uh, you can't have dual between America. Uh, okay. China doesn't let you have dual. The same. If we had a, a kid in China and one of us, one of like my wife's Chinese, then you could. It could be Chinese. But it would be good for the be American. podcast
3: brand if you renounce your like American it. citizenship. <laughs> Chinese. Wait, what? You should renounce your American citizenship then and go full Chinese. Yeah, that's po- a great good idea.
2: for your brand. Well, now that they have a dictatorship, <laughs> I think that would be genius. A great time to do it now yeah, that Xi Jinping's down to not stepping out of power. So you were not, even though you were born in Zimbabwe, you, you were not born with Zimbabwe... Citizenship, you had I to, guess, and I just found that out yesterday. <laughs> so it's like, out.
1: I'm, I'm telling everyone I'm Zimbabwean,
2: right? I guess so. Were well, you know.
1: born there? I yeah. Well, what so, was
2: it like growing up there? So you were there from age zero to it's nine. The greatest. Did you go to you, So you went to elementary school?
1: I don't. I wouldn't call it school. Uh, <laughs> what was it? <laughs> it was more like just part. I don't know. Party. Uh, lots oh, wait, of drumming, what's... dancing. But there was a period where I did go to like a British school, okay. which I hated. So like my, I think the the first few. Year the first like six years are a little hazy. Okay, it's just a lot of <laughs> that kind of shit,
0: <laughs> which <laughs> I think I love, that's everybody, which
1: I love. Right, well, uh, but I there was wanna, no traditional. Like, if you saw Black Panther, you'd know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> this, <laughs> I mean, but, but you didn't do your research. And I'm obviously. the racist. I was just a research on <laughs> yeah, you. I see Black thanks, Panther. Uh, thanks, my heritage. <laughs> You, did, you couldn't take the time to see the movie I love the most. Okay, so I can't tell the movie. So have so you anyway, seen What About Bob? Because that's the movie I love the most. Have you yeah. seen Lady Bird? <laughs> yeah. hey, you're interviewing me. I'm not interviewing y'all. <laughs> this is, this okay. is a discussion. <laughs>
2: so,
3: yeah, if not you, an interview. If you, if you <laughs> haven't seen you Lady never Bird, you to hate <laughs> podcast, boss. You hate <laughs> <You're> Sacramento, <laughs> Sacramento if you haven't seen Lady Bird. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: You're offending my okay. culture. <laughs> is, we all just break up right now. <laughs> you're offending white <laughs> private yeah. school kids. This like the Beatles all over You seen Fiddler on the Roof? I don't know.
1: No, like, I was, like, so the first, and then then my parents decided, like, I think because my dad started making, like, a little bit of money. It was like, I don't even know. I don't even think he was making any money. That's the funny part about this. He's like, because my parents and their parents were obsessed, obsessed with the British culture. Okay. Like, oh, my God, British people are the Like, my granddad wanted my brother, so his first grandson, which would be my brother, to marry, like, a British, beautiful, white dame. That's That was, like... What it was like. That was the dream. Yeah. That was the dream. That's dream everywhere. Now the dream is to marry an American dame or something. Yeah. Right? In, was that because? Did you guys get a lot of they like colonized. British TV
2: and uh, colony? What?
1: Yeah. Well, they they you know they they were the first to colonize, and the Dutch came. The in, Dutch and know, the and British. British. Yeah, I think Portugal before that probably. But.
2: Uh, so the the British were seen as good.
1: The Dutch were seen as evil, sort of. No, I think the Dutch also. The British I mean, have better people, accents. Most people like the Dutch too. But uh, yeah, so the British, the, but the British definitely have those romantic films that make it seem—you know—we've like probably seen one of those, um, <laughs> and they always seem <laughs> like, smart. And I, bet, I I'm like, is this going to be my life? That sounds pretty cool, you know. Yeah. Uh, but so then I went to so that so my parents decided that in order to school me, they would put me in a British school because that's pro- quite possibly the best school. This is after I would say the first five years of public whatever whatever education was. So I did that for like a year. I couldn't even last. I was like getting sent sent to the headmaster every day. Uh, were the other kids British just, like, kids? or were I they... was wearing these like green jackets with red ties and my hair was like parted right. I mean, I... <laughs> <Sounds> <laughs> all, like, sounds all like... kinds of things. That, yeah. that, <laughs> like proper. you look at pictures of me back at then school, and you, you look don't... at me now, you're like, damn, that's you And it's like... So that was, that was a couple years. Then I went to a public school in Zambia. I got caned a couple times.
2: You get caned? Wait, how'd you get of to Zambia?
1: Course, uh, my dad just... My, you m- you moved, moved the family? What or what my you... dad was doing. <laughs> <laughs> was he a smuggler? Shout <laughs> out. At one point, he had started a shoe business. He was importing shoes. He was a cobbler. import-exporter. Yeah, imp- exactly.
3: And so he moved the family to Zambia.
2: Yeah. So he had to... Yeah, things got a little hot. In Zimbabwe So we had to I don't know what happened Pick up there. and leave yeah. So we
3: went to Zambia And then
2: we And then you got caned Wait, we and went, and you and got, How would you get caned?
1: Yeah I was just a bad I, know, I just didn't want to sit down and write But you were like nine years old <laughs> I, 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 wanted to, I wanted to be outside Playing all day long
3: And you were It was nine Ten years old
1: Must have been like that Yeah They cane you in school? Of course I mean, Is that
3: official Like allowed? like teachers it? it's, Or do they have a person Who comes in?
1: No, it's just whoever Because that kind of Wait, that's not, a great job Well, I'm just saying like people Official cane. I'm,
3: I'm in the belief that, that teachers shouldn't be armed in I America I think I came that, running that home
1: once too And I was like, I can't do this again or something I can't remember
3: But if teachers can I mean, I'm against teachers being armed in America like Trump has proposed But if teachers in other countries can cane kids I'm starting to rethink this Because that, you got to be trained to cane properly, right? No, probably. (laughs) So you're saying if they can cane, we should be able to shoot?
2: Is that what you're saying? I'm saying. I mean,
1: look, hot take. Everyone was. I will say this: everyone was being. Everyone was if if we can convince everyone in America to be as afraid as my peers were of being caned, Then we wouldn't need guns. So maybe that's actually. So 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 maybe
3: we should bring caning back. Bring here. This is is,
1: is, really hot take. (laughs) That's a good idea. No, I'm on board. I'm not even kidding. Terrified. I would. So my peers. W- would this. do anything not to get caned, and I was like, "Come on, bring bring it on, baby." <laughs> I was like, "I want to feel it." But I, but that's the thing. So I guess before guns, there were canes, and then people realize people like me were like, "Fuck it, just s- slap me on the ass with a stick," and yeah. I'm down with that. And then <laughs> yeah, but how bad? And then and then someone was like, "I guess we need guns to prevent this guy from acting up." So they but how
2: guns. like for real? How bad did the caning yeah. hurt?
1: <laughs> I don't remember.
2: It no... felt good, I think. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> so, yes, uh, you don't have I scars? Said, I'm just
1: joking. <laughs> uh, no, I don't have scars.
3: Uh, it must be not the real.
2: It... I feel like in Singapore you get scarred when you get caned. You're saying I mean, that the no, 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 Singapore has stronger like, canes? It
1: was. It was. I, I don't think I went to like tenth degree caning. I see. Just different degrees. This yeah. child
3: level caning. Yeah. <laughs> Again, <laughs> that's an idea for America schools. It's pretty kidding. rowdy. It's not
1: a bad idea. I mean,
3: I, look, I'm going to propose I'm, this the next town hall at uh, Long Island <laughs> City, the next school meeting. I'm going like, to say like... Look, caning this... pr-
1: prevents guns. Well, in Sri Lanka, it happens in the household. Like, your, your parents will, you know, smack you if you're, if you're not doing well.
3: I mean, it Is makes... Is that how your parents were?
1: Uh, I can't remember. Probably. You know, like... Once in a while. They, I mean, but I would run away. Like, I, was, I would fight back, kind of thing.
3: I mean, my son has a book about schools around the world, like what kids do every day, and the Uganda chapter, I don't know, do they have caning in Uganda? The Uganda not chapter. When I was
1: there, because I then I went to an international school in Uganda. Because uh, it mentions wait, wait. that
3: there's 69 kids in the class in Uganda. So like, how would a teacher keep them in order? But I always wondered that. But now I know, the fear of the cane. Uh, okay, so
2: you're in anyway, Zambia. So, uh, so, uh, so you're in so Zambia.
1: Moving. So hence the name of my band, Ikram and the Immigrant Groove. It's it's oh, the whole, good my plug. whole life <laughs> seamless. <laughs> my, <laughs> my, <laughs> my whole life was spent with you know, traveling all over the place, not necessarily knowing what status I had. So I felt like, you know, I was just a part of everything.
2: And you guys are playing March 17th. <laughs> yeah. Let's do the plug now, and then we'll keep going with the interview. Why not? Do it exactly. now. Exactly. So, Mar- I'm
1: coming to see you. I have two tickets. Ikram and the Immigrant Groove. Check it out. Follow us on Entz, uh If you want to hear about where we're going to be playing next. We're going to be doing a Tajin thing uh, every week, actually. Tajin. It's a Moroccan joint. 34th and, uh, I think it's like 38th and 7th Ave. The a joint
3: means a restaurant?
2: No, it's a, t-
1: a it's a, t- a restaurant. It's like a Moroccan hookah. jean
3: with the rice and the, and and the and bowls with the lamb. We're gonna the- be uh,
1: it's just gonna be a scene nine to one a.m. You just come in, you dance.
3: Oh, you're gonna be playing music?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a weekly thing. We're gonna try and create a scene. Cool. Oh, okay.
2: okay, so back to so you're in Zambia.
1: So we're in Zambia, yeah.
2: And then you're like ten years old, twelve years old. You're getting caned. <laughs> getting caned. <laughs> yeah. Getting hit. And then you move to what is your dad doing there? You're not sure. Import export.
1: I don't <laughs> just Ensim, <laughs> ask you tell him to ensign You just get what, him on the. Pod. What's his end handle? We'll have to ask and him then crush. you
2: move to Uganda. Yeah. And then you're there for a couple years. Yeah. And, why, and so then what, what's the decision to move to America? When does that come? That's about? the dream. I
3: mean, does I mean, your, everyone wants to move to America? So they were trying to go to America this whole time, but just well, the whole yeah, time. Yeah, but everyone, everyone wants to come to America. To look, like, but no, so, no. so how old are you when you moved to America then? 15, 14.
1: 14. And your whole family came? No, me and my mom and my uh, who else? Can't remember. Did your dad come? He came after the fact. Uh, where'd you-, you guys... And you landed in... Where'd you say... We landed at <laughs> Plymouth Rock. In, in Washington at Dulles Airport, Fairfax County. Okay. I mean, what town? <laughs> Virginia. They
3: were in Virginia. We have a lot of listeners down there. Fans of Asian Babyface. What up, Virginia? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we're laughing about. <laughs> this guy just laughed. He's a man of... He's a... <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, okay So, But then what, what about school? Like, we should talk about comedy in Africa How do we bring more comedy to Africa? I think they have a lot of comedy in Africa Do they? If Trevor they... Noah is from South Africa Was he a comedian? Yeah, stand-up comedian
2: um, it's, I think it's still pretty new Like when I was growing <laughs> up was so in South never, Africa's they had a long time but. There was
1: never a scene where like One guy or girl got up in front of a group And just told jokes Really? No, No, I never saw that. I never saw... That was new to me when I came here. Just someone standing up in front of you and being like, okay, now I'm going to make you laugh for like, you know, 10 minutes. Did they have any kind of performance? Because a lot of countries... music, hands down.
2: But I mean any type of comedy performance? I never saw it. Clowns on stage or like any
3: type of... A country, a country with no laughter and I'm not why, kidding I don't think I, I saw clowns
2: No, because a lot of countries <laughs> I think I saw my first
1: clown in America, actually
2: America started that way Every, Most stand-up comedy cultures are born From clowning? Some type of clowning on stage Or like physical comedy Or two-man things, you know Two guys, like it's scripted And no. then it eventually gets into saying whatever you want on a Also stage like theater
1: the and stuff it's, I, Yeah, it's interesting that's an interesting. Thing. Have you been? Have you have you been anywhere in, in Africa? I've been to Zambia. This is oh, like, right. What what brought you there?
2: I went to the the waterfalls. Right,
1: Victoria Falls. Victoria See, Falls. You've done Zimbabwe too, because it's on the border.
2: Hmm. Look at that. Didn't even know it. Oh,
1: you know what? I didn't go
2: to the waterfalls. I went. Sorry, we went on a um a safari. Right. Who's you, we? My parents and my brother. My brother was living in Malawi. Right.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, Bro, you got to get your brother on the pod. That guy's crazy. Good idea. He's He's been cool. <laughs> <laughs> the boss doesn't listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Tyler was living in Malawi, oh, so we went out there. It,
2: I mean, it was amazing. I also went to South Africa. Malawi is amazing. That. Yeah, so we went on a. We didn't go to the waterfall. We went to a, a, whatever. We went see animals. And everything. It was great. Um, yeah, I feel like. So, so what
1: that. type of entertainment was there then? Live entertainment. I think it was outside just of music, drumming, dancing, singing. Okay, that was the, that was the entertainment I grew up around. Every now and then you'd get like a Denzel Washington film that you somehow, someone found a theater and you just go, like, uh, I think the first movie I ever saw was Mississippi Masala. Okay, y'all do me a favor. If you're listening to this, please answer me what you think about this pod. This particular one? Not this particular one. (laughs) Because I want to know how crazy it is. You think this is a crazy one? (laughs) I think it's unusual.
2: (laughs) I think most people don't laugh 75% of the time at nothing. (laughs) I think most of our guests <laughs> have stories and answer questions, <laughs>
3: whereas ooh, you just sit there
1: La- hysterically laugh, laugh. laughing.
3: Well, he's got a bone to pick with us. He's very upset. The boss man be. What, what's he upset about? We haven't uh, been intsing enough. So oh, yeah. How do we get
1: you all to ints He's protesting. More? A, by first
3: of all,
2: I need access to ints on on. Uh, I mean to the Lost in America page on Ints. It's all re- controlled by Kaplan I don't know how to access it Exactly He doesn't know how, <laughs> how to access told me. it Nobody really told me how Just open your phone No, mine is for me Turner Sparks But no one follows me They follow Lost in America
1: They don't follow Lost in America either It's because you don't yeah. Just switch phones for a week yeah. All text messages All yeah. Facebook messages All yeah. that Try that yeah. I, I did that with a friend and I also switched credit cards with a friend once yeah. That's
2: a good idea. That was fun. Here's what I'm going to do. I want to formally apologize to you that we haven't been yeah. incing. Oh, well. And I will say well, this on the podcast we're going to be incing more. Nice. I mean, I can't, well, I, can't yeah. I can't
1: I was antsing for a while. I can't talk. I was antsing for
3: a, you know. But I'll get back
1: to it. I got to get that particular thing on ants. <laughs> yeah. We we should we'll, we'll, wait, I have I okay, do me a favor. Both of y'all ants now. Make an ants right now. So, so that people know how it, how, how it works. Come this will on. be good, right? Yeah, it'll be great. Do you have your phones? <laughs> I have my phones outside. No, I, I don't need your phones. Your
2: phone's outside? I don't use I my turn phone it on recording. <laughs> I turn it off during a <laughs> podcast like a human. <laughs> yeah. You're just sitting there on your phone the whole time while we're trying to interview you. He doesn't
3: you know, know this.
2: You're looking so down. Funny. I'm trying to see who's tweeting at you or something. Oh, I don't man. know what's the new Twitter. Oh, I'm not I'm into speaking
3: them. of which, you know, we, we, we were talking about this. We went out. We've mentioned this in the air that we had a big Lost America holiday party. When and, that was that? Well, you came with us. You tagged oh, along. That was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, but you show up at this bar. and You don't bring your wallet. Nothing. He brings nothing. And then I was going back and listening to you know the first time you were on, and that was the you told us that was the origin story of Venmo. Which one? Was that you didn't have your wallet? You guys were out one night.
1: That's true. And then I and then this time around, I paid your brother in Bitcoin. Right. So you've, exactly. you've So
3: that's the, the evolution. You haven't. You all the technology. Correct. Still don't need to bring your wallet anywhere. You can now.
1: <laughs> but you you've, can use you've, your you've, phones to pay you, for people. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. I happen to be one of the founders of Venmo, contrary to popular belief. But (laughs) who doesn't believe it? Everyone listening to this pod. (laughs) Oh, probably true. Yeah. yeah.
3: (laughs) But uh, so, so when you were in Fairfax, Virginia, did you
2: wait? How does it lead from? Sorry, how does it lead from playing drums in the high school band to then all of a sudden you're at Penn and you create Venmo?
1: That was it. Like that (laughs) was that was it. That was that was all that happened. And why? Can I ask (laughs) this? I met my roommate. So, the, so, the, so, how I got from high school to Penn—that's a little hazy. But for you, yeah. But <laughs> you don't remember. I mean, what you just applied to college. Everyone's. Co- I don't even think I. applied But you to said school. you had no
2: formal education, and then you just show up at high school in America, and then all of a sudden you're really good at school. Do you know I what mean, I mean? Compare
1: school to like growing up in Zimbabwe. It's like. Heart, school heart Knocks. Wait, yeah. no, no, no. Please do. <laughs> but no, so anyway. Yeah, so, so what ended-
3: was school like? Yeah, compare school. Compare, you, answer this, your question. How was it
1: like to adjust school to school? Was cool. I don't know. I I was, it was interesting. It was fun. I mean, I, I, the thing is, I was consumed with playing tennis and music.
2: So then would you, because I think we have to wrap up in a minute. Uh, uh, there's a big meeting here today. We've heard. But, yeah, there's
1: some voiceover happening. Is uh,
2: there uh, 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 do you, would you... Any any thought of moving back to places you've lived before, leaving the United States? Are you happy? He- like, do you want to stay here? Like, what's this?
1: Is an interesting question. I was talking to an Uber driver the other day about this. He was saying that's a, that's another ends you guys can play. He was talking about <laughs> you get your Uber um, driver sends you. <laughs> uh, He was talking about when you come here. So he's from uh, New Guinea. Mom's from Senegal. I think his dad's from Guinea, New Guinea. He was talking about. <laughs> He's, he's got smirking at me. He finds me funny. Old, I, I should get into comedy. So he, <laughs> just That's Capital's so, normal face. I, he, yeah. he, uh, so he's telling me the story about how when he left his family, right. Uh, <laughs> he found it hard, or he still finds it hard to ever go back because there's so much pressure for him to have achieved this. Like, why would you leave your family in New Guinea and come home Without a million dollars, yeah. Because the reason you come to America, is to get a in dollars. the first is to to make a lot of money and like you, you know it's the land of opportunity, da da da. And then he got here, and he's like, man, the only opportunities for me are cab drivers and da da da. Thank God for Uber, I guess, more freedom. But uh, the point is, he still feels so. So I asked him, like, would you ever go back home? I was like, what we should, and then he's like, uh, I don't know, but it's, there's a lot of pressure because if I go back home, they're all going to say it's kind of like if you get a college degree. And then you end up being like an artist, your family's like, "Well, why'd you get a college degree?" Yeah, you know you know so it's like, well." It's like going what, back to your high school reunion America, without doing anything. Right. And, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's a good... Yeah. That's a, that's it's a better like going enough.
3: back to your high school reunion without having a giant podcast to <laughs> yeah. brag about to everyone.
2: Right. So, All the But cheerleaders. you, you've I mean, you created so, Venmo. You've made it. You yeah, are the success. You
1: nice, are, nice you're an story. American success story. I'm trying to be a, a musician now. I've got to get Ikram and the Immigrant Groove off the ground. So you're not going look back so you. you're playing a concert. So what's the answer? Would I go back? Absolutely. When I'm on tour. But not to live. No, I would live. I would. Li- I, to me, I'm not. I don't really care about where I live, honestly, because right. I'm so used to moving from place to place. It's more about who I'm with at the time, and that, like, so if some, if someone was like, "Yo, Ikram, you want to marry me and move to, s- fucking, China, or uh, Vietnam or whatever," and I was in love at the time, I'll move. I'll move on the f- on the dot. Like that's the thing. I move. You kind of move to where your people are. Right. Home is not where next- the groove is. Yeah. Home is the earth. <laughs> right. that's the name of the first album. Home is where the groove is. I like it. Immigrant, Immigrant Groove. Immigrant yeah, Groove. So listen to our music. So what yeah, we're going to thing play. that we're going to be doing as part of our initiative is uh, this is actually my way of hoping to help people uh is Immigrant the Immigrant Groove will be uh teaming up with the with Legal Counsel for Immigrants um that are having trouble um navigating this whole landscape especially given the current Right. Climate of things so. so if you come to our show You can talk to a lawyer um, You have a lawyer will, at the show? We will have a lawyer at the Amazing. show Amazing Wow and I'm going to get Yes, can... applying for citizenship <laughs> yeah. and we, can, we can't
3: ask Don't ask other legal questions To this lawyer though, right? Just immigration No, religion.
1: I mean look the, the, the thing is I have I have friends that are In shitty situations That relate to this And I happen to be surrounded By lots of people That have knowledge About how this thing whole How this whole thing works So Part of our initiative Our goal is to connect People that come to our shows If they happen to be in If they happen to ha- have Happen to have immigrant struggles With people that can help them so, Alright That's a good that's amazing. idea That's March 17th March 17th At the Knitting Factory In factor. Brooklyn the Factory Yep I and will be every, there And then every Thursday I might be At Tajine um, uh, Until we get fired <laughs> Alright If I don't make it To the Knitting Factory it's I'll like, make it to Tajine Yeah come to Tajine On a Thursday night On a Thursday night <laughs> Alright You can do a hookah You could do a, uh, a nice chicken
3: <laughs> Who got <can> a chicken. <laughs> Who are my a nice order?
1: chicken. Shout out. I love a good chicken tajine. All right, <laughs> All right, Ikram, thank you.
2: Thank you for doing it. We love you. We love you thanks too. for letting us be th- in this th- studio thanks, every boss, single man. week.
1: <laughs> we're, All right. We're going to make sure you ends twice a week. <laughs> Done. And we'll, and uh, that's an easy that's easy. <laughs> it's easy. You could easily do that. It would no matter where you are. Yeah. <laughs> we'll start <laughs> ends certain things from the so show. Thank you so much for uh, for taking taking to ends the way you have. I think uh People love uh, love hearing you. So Jennifer Miles Peak shout out! <laughs> All right, ampy. Cap Ikram, thanks for doing it,
2: let's Cap. G- let's get to the news. Let's get to the news. All right. <laughs> Ickram for being on the pod. He had to it, go back upstairs. They got a
3: big meeting today. They were like, "This very studio, concerned that we were taking Ikram's time away from this meeting. Exactly. This studio don't pay for itself. Yeah. So. The boss man's got to lay down the law. They got some, some new ideas are going to run by today. He's
2: got to go make some money. First story of the week, Kaplan. This comes to us from the Shanghai. To teach his son a lesson, father kneels down and gives himself a lashing. Oh, okay, right. In a recent video, a dad in China has seen scolding his son for taking his mobile phone to school to play games. In the video, the dad blames his son for taking his phone to school. The son turns it back and blames his dad by quoting a Chinese idiom of ancient Chinese proverb. He says, to teach without severity is the teacher's laziness. Ooh. Means it's the dad's fault for not teaching him well enough. And the dad says, all right, if that's my fault, whip me. So he gets the son to get a whip out, and he whips the dad. What do you have to say? I have so many
3: questions right now. One, who's filmed this? This the daughter, it. Filmed the it. daughter filmed The daughter films the son whipping dad. Yes. Okay, that's totally believable. And it's believable. gone viral on the Chinese internet. Because I know Ruby would love to film dad getting beaten up. So, all right. That's one. How old are the kids? And the this kids is are like, like teenagers, teenagers. So, I feel like these are your future kids. Because okay. your kids already kind of do whatever they want. Yeah. They're in charge, <laughs> clearly, right? I mean, they blame. It's genius, like, reversing it on, on your parents. And the only way you could do that is with a Chinese idiom, which is another reason to learn a Hello Chinese app. And yes. why I maybe shouldn't allow Teddy to learn it. Because if, if he told me, i got to beat you up for this. I would say no. But if he does it in Chinese, what am I going to do? Yeah, you have to do it. That's a,
2: that's, that trumps – it's 5,000 years of history yeah. trumping ours. So, but also, here's the thing. The father does it – I have a question for you because the father here does it with the idea that when his son whips him, his son will feel bad about whipping him. Would Teddy feel bad about whipping you? And so that would be teaching him his lesson by you getting hurt.
3: Yeah, I think he would. I don't think he'd want to whip me, to be honest. Okay. We, we have a good relationship. I think he – but <laughs> – but And Ruby? she probably like it. Yeah, she'd peep cr- the crap out of me. But uh, She would like to? She would like to hit me a few times. Oh, yeah, so find she it funny. wouldn't learn her lesson. <laughs> so that's the interesting... That's a really interesting parenting tip. We might have to get a, a Chinese uh, dad on to teach me... Th- well, that's just like the height. That's such a non-American
2: yeah. thing to do. Because Americans... I see a lot of times you'll be in a restaurant and there'll be people with kids and the kids will be like bugging the waiter and the waiter will be like, oh, you can't do that here. And then the, kid, the parent will be like, see, the waiter... like they, The parent... I really right, we use comparison. we use
3: an outside influence to 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 authority, right? Because we can't get our kids to do anything.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: I mean, like at ten. That's why I was saying, like at tennis lessons. When Teddy's not listening, I don't. I'm not the dad who's like Teddy. Teddy, pay attention. I wait for Coach Juan. <laughs> Coach Juan is uh, he might be Haitian. He he cracks the whip and so figuratively, and then bam, Teddy listens. Exactly. But um, I. I don't even, see, like, the thing is, like, video games, I don't even, like, in America, it's, like, we wouldn't even be able to, like, discipline our kids, like, oh, you shouldn't bring your video games to school. Like, we'd be like, oh, well. Share them with your friends. Share them with your friends. I don't know. I'm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is such an intense story, though, because not only does that not wait for anyone
2: else to take he literally beats himself.
3: Yeah. I There's mean, no American parent that would do Because an American parent would go to the school and blame them. Yes. For, like, you. Oh, well, if your kid gets a B, you want to get the teacher fired. Right? That's American. Right. So the, the Chinese thing is if my kid gets a B, I beat myself. Or have him, beat yeah, him. I get myself fired. Like, did, uh, do you know any other dad? Like, did the AA's dad ever have to do it? Like, this is how he disciplined or no?
2: <laughs> I don't think he ever beat himself. <laughs> I don't know. We would have to ask her. I can't say 100%. But I would yes. assume not. But I would assume. But he was a tough it, dad. It's but.
3: outside the box thinking. I'll give it that. It's something to. It's, so outside it, the it's box. one of those ideas you hear. You hear a new idea. I've learned this from uh, Ikram. Yes. When we were talking about business. Because the man's a genius, yeah. And you know, you, you you hear an idea, you gotta you gotta marinate on it a little bit. You gotta think about it. You can't dismiss it. Yes. Right? You do not dismiss any new idea. Yes. Think about it. I'm gonna think about that. I'm gonna you know s- have weigh a think it. is what
2: the Brits. I'm say I'm gonna wait
3: a little, and then as the years go by, I might I might turn to that. You know, it's like a coach. You gotta turn to a play. You run the trick play. You never know when you're gonna run it. All right. You go save it for the Super Bowl. I might save that for down the road.
2: Future of Kaplan is getting whipped by his kids. Yeah. Story number two. Yes. From the Shanghaiist again. We're staying in yeah. China for this one. And Arumqi Air, air Flight... is a domestic airline in China, but mm. it's also a province of China. All right. An Arumqi Air Flight attendant has been suspended from her job after a video of her chowing down on a meal left over by passengers went viral on Chinese social media. She got <laughs> fired because she ate the rest of the food.
3: Wait, leftovers? Like, it was on people's plate, and she took it, or, like, stuff?
2: It seems... So, in the video it seems like it was just uneaten. Like, you have 45 meals to give out and only 37 people on the flight, and so there's, like, seven left over. They're not allowed to eat those? Exactly. So they're not allowed to eat those. Are you
3: sure? It's not the... They're taking it... That's... Yeah. That's
2: what it looks like, even if... But here, I'll go this far. Even if it is leftover food, who cares? Mm. Like, we're not supposed to eat
3: leftovers anymore? In America, the, I've seen the flight attendants eating the meals.
2: Waste not want now. And
3: sometimes it's like, get up. You know, you only working for a few hours here. It's not a longer flight. Get up. But, you know... Get what do you mean get up? Get up and what are you eating for? You have to take a break? <laughs> it's like a three hour shift here. You
2: really gotta take a break to eat? Oh, you're <laughs> on the you just don't like the idea that they took a break. Yeah. Oh, I think she got fired because it was seen as uncouth to eat oh. someone else's food. Yeah. But I will say the Chinese internet's on her side about this. They think the problem is the person who filmed it should be fired, if anyone. They said don't you can't shame someone for wanting to eat. Like plus you might it was a morning was, flight, she could have been hungover. These flight tins, they pulled well, I don't
3: know. It's weird to me that someone would find out something that something worth filming. Like oh, I see a flight attendant eating. It's not like seeing like like I gotta film that. Like what? It seems like an
2: American thing to to me to rat someone out by video. Like yeah, but I wouldn't even think like this is something that's wrong. I gotta film
3: you. Yeah.
2: Why is that? That's become like the highest form of like insult. Like I'm gonna film this if something bad is happening. But you're right. That's not even bad.
3: I have never flown to China. How are the flight attendant? Is like is it like are there flight attendant men or is it just women?
2: Uh, rarely is there men.
3: Okay, I know they. It's usually
2: like, very attractive women. It's yeah. like the old days. They, that's what I was picturing. It's like yeah. the old days. Like that's yeah. why they're not allowed to eat. By the way, that's what Bad. the rest of the world is. Right. Can Americans- you still smoke
3: a cigarette, and uh, and you know if you're a businessman, yes. you, you bang the flight attendant after.
2: All of that. <laughs> All of <Yeah>. that. <laughs>
3: Don't you think they should have uh, an one airline called like Madman Air that would be like old school? Yeah. Or you I can, think like that's a billion a, dollar you, idea? <laughs>
2: they tried that. You remember Hooters Airlines? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Hooters I'm, had I'm an airline. I'm it up a little bit. Not Hooters. I want the flight attendants to be in, like, the fl- old-school flight attendant outfits.
2: Ooh, I like this idea that you have to wear a suit to yeah, be, the be on the board. Yeah, to be on the
3: board, if you're a passenger, you got to be in a suit.
2: Or if you're a woman, you have to be totally dressed you're up. You're allowed to smoke. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is a great idea. Yeah. When I was a kid, Mar- Marina Sparks would always tell us, if you dre- we always had to dress up to go on to airlines, because she said, if you dressed up, you might get bumped up to first class. Oh, yeah. I think it did happen a couple times, and then somewhere along the way, people yeah. just decided to wear sweatpants, and the whole thing went Yeah, to nowadays,
3: shit. it's not, like, the people in first class, I've— maybe flown once or twice for work, but the people in first class are, like, it's like they're, like, the biggest slobs on the plane. They're yeah. all, in like, sw- girls in Lululemon and sweatpants and because like, they have such a great thing that they can nap in. They got a chair that goes back all the way, so they're preparing for, like, nap time. Get them out of There's here. There's no men in suits anymore in first class. It's exactly. a disgrace. Um, that, they should just eat. The flight attendants should be able to eat where they want on an American plane because the, the passengers aren't worthy.
2: I agree. <laughs> all right, last news story of the... All right, last news story of the week. We're again, back to China. Three stories in China. Ding, ding, ding.
3: brand episode.
2: Comes to us from The Telegraph.
3: All right. Kaplan. The Telegraph.
2: China has launched its latest crackdown against a phenomenon which just will not seem to die in rural areas of China. You know what the phenomenon is, Kaplan? No. Funeral strippers. Ooh. Yeah, we talked about we- these. I think we recovered this six months to a year Our ago. Our news
3: team was the first on this.
2: The Ministry of Culture said last month that it is targeting striptease and other obscene, pornographic, and vulgar performances at funerals, weddings, and traditional Chinese New Year public gatherings. Why? I don't understand why.
3: I mean, let the dead have their day. I mean, what you know, just what, why? I the, think the, this is a police state, and it's, it's it, worse.
2: I mean, well, it I, it, it is, is now a police <laughs> state.
3: <laughs> shout, but, out. <laughs> a shout out! Shout out to Xi Jinping. Oh, he's a great new leader. or...
2: I think that here's, yes, I, I'm 100% on your side on this. I think this is invasive. If you want to have a funeral at your stripper, I mean, a stripper at your funeral to cheer everyone up, why not? Have at it. We have a death tax in America. No. I'm against that. And I'm against this idea of death taxing fun <laughs> to at
3: taxing your fun. funeral. This for all middle of you the, to tie the death tax into this.
2: If you should let people do whatever they want. If yeah. they're dying... Also, is-
3: every once in a while, they bury somebody who's actually alive. So it's a great way to make <laughs> just to make sure. Alive. Yeah, a little life. If you see a little movement in the pants or anything, you're like, oh, hold on, that guy.
2: <laughs> I don't want to be out of bounds here, but why not give them... It should be A lap dance should be included on the dead guy. You're right. That
3: way... You- well, don't you think, though, uh, we're assuming it's a man who dies here. Like, I'm thinking if, like, a woman dies, you know, the the guy's a widower.
2: Get Chippendales out Well,
3: there. The, the man is a widower who's not going to be able to... See, you know, he's not gonna, it's tough to get back at there, so you get him a woman, you get him a stripper. Oh,
2: so everybody gets female strippers?
3: Well, no, I'm saying you, you have female strippers. I was saying, Chippendales, yeah, if a guy dies, the widow gets a, a little Chippendales action, yes. Do they have Chippendales in China? I'm not sure, but we can we can dig it up, we can billion dollar idea, yeah. Uh, you brought Softy there, why not Chippendales? But, <laughs> but yeah, if a man dies, I mean, if a woman dies, then the husband left behind, you know, he get him a little show, I don't know, and to guess, you know, funeral tenants. One of the, I think one of the things that happens, especially when people are older and they don't know, have a lot of friends left or in the area, they move. It's very sad to go to a funeral and there's like seven people there, right? It's yeah. depressing. It depresses the family member. They feel like, oh, my grandpa didn't have – you know, you feel bad for your... – what's the best way to pack the house?
2: Exactly. I mean, this has
3: got to be a show. Yes. You know?
2: And also, it's also – it's, it's to, the, to the surviving spouse. Yeah. It's also sort of a bachelor party,
3: is it not? Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit of everything now. Yeah,
2: because you're back. The, the world change. Everything's it's a, merging. It's a suggestion to celebrate and the dead and honor them, but also move on.
3: Right. It's symbolic. It's a new life. Life goes on.
2: I'm sure there's an old proverb.
3: <laughs> a, Chinese, a Chinese idiom. I'm sure there's a Chinese <laughs> idiom
2: that represents And if you want to
3: tie it all together, if a kid's mis- misbehaving and a dad's there and he needs to get beaten by a stripper, then we could do that, too.
2: You can do that, too. <laughs> all right. That's the podcast. Kaplan. Thank you to Mac uh I- Ikram Magdon Ismail. We will continue. We will be inting
3: Non-stop. I'm gonna int everything. You're gonna be so bored of my insing.
2: Get tickets to lo- to our live podcast March 14th. Get tickets yeah. to Ikram's band March Get 17th. Get them now
3: before the price, before the uh, discount disappears.
2: Exactly. Get it in the comment, I mean in the notes of this podcast. Goodness what should we do? Get
1: lost. Get lost. It's <laughs> Happiness and music.